Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Now, let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoop Scoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Well, are you there in Fayetteville already, Kevin? I am in central Arkansas. I'll be covering uh, state tournaments. Uh, throughout ah. the week, not going to decided to to remove but drive to Fayetteville from my diet this week. So, um, I, I will be covering the game from television. Well, Arkansas is a, and I realize this is for betting purposes, but Arkansas is a ten and a half point favorite tonight. What kind of game are you expecting tonight, Kevin, between Arkansas? In Vanderbilt, you know it's interesting. Arkansas just put it put together its first back-to-back wins in league play. We're you know through fourteen games, and if Arkansas wins, uh, you know if Arkansas is able to win tonight, it'd be three consecutive wins. And the last time, obviously, that that happened was uh, you have to go back to December. Arkansas does not have Randy a four-game winning streak on the season, but they've got. Two or three, I think, in non-conference. I think two, three-game winning streaks. Hmm. So this will be a chance to match that. This is a team that comes in two and twelve, a Vandy team. Uh, you know, we know that uh, you know Vanderbilt's upset Texas A&M not that long ago for one of those two wins. Um, and so, I, I, you know, if you want to look at common opponents in non-conference, uh, Greensboro went to Vandy, played competitively, and lost. Um, and that was prior to coming and beating Arkansas. That was a long time ago. Comparing scores is obviously different. Both teams aren't very good when you look at the overall. When you look at the conference record, Arkansas's uh, you know up to what five wins now, and again Vanderbilt's just second to last place. So this is Arkansas's hit its part of the schedule. I mean, the Hogs have won four of their last three. Two of those wins were against Mizzou, who's still winless in league play. Arkansas swept that series. We know that. Arkansas has that sweep over an A&M and a win over Georgia. So every game Arkansas's won in league play has been against teams in the bottom part of the league that are, you know, when you look at their league record. Um, and this 15-point win over Mizzou, by the way, was the first double-digit margin. So I understand the spread. Arkansas's on a little bit of a roll. I, I, I went through all that to kind of say, this is the kind of game Arkansas has been winning lately. A team at the bottom of the league, you've got them at home. Uh, I expect for Arkansas to, to uh, I don't know if they'll, you know, again, I don't gamble. I don't know if they'll cover that spread, but I, I, I do think Arkansas Arkansas should be favored. And, uh, you know, I think Arkansas is going to find a way to get that third consecutive win and move to 6-9 and nine, uh, in league play with three more games to go. Still a chance. If you want out, you get the the lift gets even heavier in the last three conference games at Kentucky home against LSU and at Alabama, but a chance to finish at 500 and not be below 500 in SEC play. And obviously that would get them to 18 and 13 if they could do that overall. Uh, but they've got to win tonight uh, for <laughs> you know to kind of keep that momentum going, and I think they will. How do you see, again, we saw four minutes the other night from Trevin, Brazil, 
How do you see Coach Musselman continuing to divvy out the minutes? Do you, do you see an increased role as an example for Brazil? I don't know that you want to take any minutes away right now from a guy like Battle. Uh, certainly, he's playing at a, at a very high level. But, um, I mean, Devo Davis, he seems to play at least 36 minutes every game. Yeah. Uh, Mark, unless he's in foul problems, he's going to probably play 35-plus minutes per game. Yeah. Where, do you, where, where do you see the minutes coming from if you, if you want to continue to increase the time for Brazil? You know, that's the interesting part. Mossman's kind of been forced, Randy, to drill down his rotation because he's had a lack of body. Right. And, and Brazil complicates that potentially. I mean, you know, what we've seen on the front line is Chandler Lawson starting and then Makai Mitchell really playing most of the minutes at the five. Right. But what's helped, I think Makai has been on the floor with four other guards for the most part. And he's been a passer and he's been able to, at different places where they run that high screen, operate and I don't know how effective that'll be uh, with Brazil on the court if it will be as effective and those two playing in tandem um, you know and then you know how does like you said how does that impact others because Arkansas has been playing a lot of four guards which which who in that group he, I mean uh, battles obviously been playing you know his best basketball Tremont Mark continues to produce. Uh, Devo Davis has his role. We know what that is. He, he mentioned his playing time. L. Ellis has been a guy, the guy starting at the one. So I'm interested to see. I don't have a prediction on that simply because, you know, Brazil was out for seven games, and then he only played four first-half minutes. And, you know, he didn't record a stat other than a, picking up a foul. Uh, no clue what Musman will do there. Uh, but it will be interesting to see because I think the one guy who's flourished we didn't even mention Jalen Graham being out. Mm-hmm. But with him out, in addition to, you know, recently, in addition to Brazil, Makai Mitchell continues to flourish when the, the when he's center stage. And so I think it's very interesting to see how will that impact him and others. Yeah, because you mentioned Brazil coming back, but Graham really was playing a lot before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Brazil's been gone for quite a while, so yeah. that's the guy you wonder when he comes back. How will he fit in? Uh, because he was playing right. well. Brazil hadn't really played that well all year. Graham has. Yeah, Graham, Graham gave Arkansas offense. Uh, when you look at his rebounding, uh, you know, it's not very strong. Defensively, he, he's really um, challenged. You know, but he gave Arkansas some offensive punts, especially in games where they we know they've had their problems there. Uh, and I think these guys, if they're healthy enough to play, Muslim's going to try to figure it out, but Again, do you start drifting away from a tighter rotation, which for this season has been unprecedented for Musman in terms of getting away from the top five, six, seven guys playing the bulk of minutes? You know, does it? You know, does he, is he tempted to, to fall back into ten, eleven guys playing? And then, you know, again, I think the way Makai Mitchell's right now, playing right now, I, I don't know how much you want to take away from that and. Then if you say that, then you're saying you continue to minimize now that they're available, guys like Graham and, and Brazil. The only thing is, as well as Mitchell's playing, he does foul. And so maybe yeah. if it's just five fewer minutes uh, with him, that might keep him in the game. Yeah. I mean, he, he does foul. I think that's part of the reason why Mossman brings him off the bench 
you know, we, he'll pick up those quick fouls sometimes, uh, and, and if you if you play him off the bench, uh, you kind of buy some time there, and he can get to watch the game and get in the flow a little bit. And it's worked, you know. They've Arkansas's, you know, this is a team, guys. That we were talking about lack of effort and all kinds of issues off the court stuff mm-hmm. uh, just a few weeks ago, and you wondered were they going to rally and give give themselves a chance to not have a a season implode, and they've certainly done that. Uh, again, Arkansas has not fared well against the top half of the league. I mentioned with the record, you know, they started beating teams in the bottom half. They have not beaten a team in the top half of the league, and they're losing those games. I think 0 6 or 0 7 there, losing them by an average of 18, to up, you know, nearly 18 points a game. And so after tonight, you need to win this one, but after tonight, it gets tougher. Even that LSU game at home will be tough. That's an improved team. Even though it's a bottom half team, it's a team that beat Arkansas by 21 in Baton Rouge. Uh, so I'm interested to see with all these bodies back, how does it work out for the Hogs? All right, we got to step aside for a moment. Rick Schaefer, Marcus Elliott, I'm Randy Rainwater, Kevin McPherson, Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Fence Brokers, Chris Walker, and company. Drop Time Sports will continue. Now, let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoopscoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Now, Kevin, I don't know if you have any update. We were asked earlier about Keon Minifield. I know Coach Musselman has said day-to-day. Have you heard any updates on Minifield as of late? No, but I'm glad he brought his name up. Uh, I think day-to-day is still applicable, um, and I'm not sure at what point is the is it becoming a coach decision game-to-game at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's, he's really, uh, since he's been out, uh, Ellis, you know, he's, what, three, the same starting lineup now three games in a row. They've had a lot of different starting lineups, so I think in league play, three consecutive is probably the longest he's gone with the same group of guys. So we know L. Ellis is getting an opportunity there. Uh, you know, Minifield's had some good games. Typically, it's on the offensive end. You know, um, and we've seen you know Layden Blocker hit a bigger role in the road win against A&M. Not as many minutes. Um, you know, obviously at home in the in the more recent win against Mizzou, but. Uh, you know, we'll see if we, you know, it'll be interesting to see if Minifield's back in the lineup tonight. You know, Arkansas, again, a 10-plus point favorite. If Arkansas can can get on a roll here, we might see anybody who's available play. Um, you know, but I, I do think, um, I, I do like Minifield's future, whether it's at Arkansas or anywhere else. I don't see why it wouldn't be at Arkansas. He just transferred uh, there. Um, you know, and I also like the future of Layden Blocker. These are two guys, you know, uh, you'd like to see uh, maybe get expanded roles as the season moves along. Now, you know, Arkansas is also, we can say, if Arkansas finishes strong, whether or not the resume going to the SEC tournament is at large worthy, which I don't think it would be, even if you won out these last three games, I think there'd still be much more work to do. Uh, they probably then are facing having to win the SEC tournament. But if Arkansas continues to win, they can move up potentially to the 10 seed. They're tied for the 11th coming into this week with Georgia. And that would mean no Wednesday game. Arkansas would be in Thursday. So at least you'd make your lo- lighten your load a little bit on what you'd need to do to win the SEC tournament. 
four games in four days. And so I, I went there to say, I think they're trying to win games any way they can. And uh, I'm not going to be surprised by guys having reduced roles or not getting opportunities uh, if Mussman, you know, sees a, a tighter rotation than he likes. I, I like Minifield. I'm like you. I think he's a good future player. But since he's been out, turnovers have gone down considerably. That, that Guys, five, are you there? Yeah. yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I said since since Minifield's been out, I like him too. But since he's been out, turnovers have gone down dramatically. They only had five against Missouri. Yeah, and Arkansas, look at the 16 assists against Missouri. If Arkansas has the kind of offensive um, game that it had against Mizzou, um, uh, you know, back-to-back games, you, you know, you, you're, you're starting to feel better about that end of the court. Uh, the defense still, you know, <laughs> is a work in progress. Um, you know, but I look at this Vanderbilt team, I mean, shooting 39% on the season, below 29% from three, only 70% at the foul line, averaging only 66 points a game. I mean, Arkansas can have a high-octane offense tonight. Um, you know, we'll see just if the defense does its part, but uh, if Arkansas strings together back, it doesn't matter that they're t- the two worst teams in the league. You want to start beating teams soundly and, and separate yourself a little bit, and you know that's part of it too. Um, but again, this is not a you know I saw someone reference this as a trap game. I don't, <laughs> Arkansas can't look ahead to anybody. I don't see no. how it was a trap no. for a team like yeah, Arkansas. No. Yeah, so I laughed when I saw that. I was like, really. They're not, you know, they've won two back-to-back games. Let's not get a, let's not get over our skis here. Speaking of blocker, where does he fit into this expanded picture? Because, again, I'm seeing the numbers shrink for him as Devo Davis gets back into full swing. You yeah. mentioned L. Ellis will battle. It's been proven. You got to let him play. Now, he didn't make many, if any, mistakes at all. Didn't matter from the floor, handling the ball, no turnovers, 14 to 14 from the free throw line. I mean, he, he just had that that dream game. He was in that zone uh, against Missouri to the tune of 42 points. But yeah. the guy that seems to get the numbers squeezed again is going to be blocker. That's, that's one of the reasons I brought up Minifield because those minutes would have yeah. to come from somewhere. You know, that's it, Randy. You know, we didn't mention Jeremiah Davenport. Correct. And he, 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 he sees the floor because he he adds a little something different positionally outside of Tremont Mark. You get a little size on the perimeter. He can rebound some, kind of up and down with that. He, and he typically plays hard. But Blocker's the toughest player on the team, in my mm-hmm. opinion. And his hustle play effort is, is it can be contagious, and it can change things. It reminds me how Debo played when he was a freshman. He, he couldn't knock down a three, really, either, even though we've seen Blocker now. Back-to-back games, he hit his first three uh, on the road at, at A&M, and then he comes back and hits another uh, uh, hit another one against Mizzou. So but both of those guys, you weren't really looking at them for their offense, more about all the little things they did as freshmen. I think Blocker is essential, uh, you know, but Nelsman, you know, like I said, played him 25 minutes at, at A&M, and, uh, only he only was on the floor ten minutes in that one at home at, at Mizzou, and so Russellman's going to do what he thinks is right and it gives him the best chance. But I think Blocker, I've said for a while now, I think his role should be increased. And a guy like Minifield again, I mean, however Russellman gets around and playing one or both of those guys, I, I, their futures are bright. They're young players. 
Um, you know, but I think Arkansas's um, at this point, because they've had a bit of a turnaround, I, I, I don't have any expectations that we'll see those guys get increased roles. I'd like to see it, but I don't expect it. And, you know, if, it, if Arkansas can t- continue to find a way to be competitive and win the way they're doing things now, you know, well, I wouldn't count on it. Well, speaking of, uh, since we are talking about players returning, what are your ex- expectations for Jalen Graham tonight? I mean, I think if he's available to go, Mussman's going to get him in there. Um, and one of the things that suffered, and you notice this against Missouri, Arkansas had great, the two big men on the floor together in that matchup on the road, Arkansas exploited that and just dominated points in the paint. Uh, we saw a lot more threes, and Arkansas was knocking them down. Thank goodness for Caleb Battle kind of spearheading that. Uh, it was a different kind of game and this home game against Missouri. So when you get Graham back, in certain matchups, you can get a, you know he he will play well with, um, in complement Mitchell out on the floor. Uh, and this is a Vanderbilt team that I don't I, I think that would be applicable. Uh, so that we might see you know Graham if he's able to go uh, give Arkansas you know uh, some some uh, you know you wonder how rusty or effective he'll be, but I think he gives them a he bolsters what their matchup advantages might be. So that could be a, a positive. At this stage, Kevin, how much do you think Musselman loves that plus-minus uh, statistic? <laughs> how much do you think? He, <laughs> how much do you think? Well, there's the music, so I guess we'll have to save that one for another day. But uh, all right, Kevin, enjoy state tournament basketball action. Where are you today? Uh, well, I'm going to be done today because I'll be covering the Razorback game tonight. Uh, but I'm going to be hitting 5A in Searcy and 6A in North Little Rock and just kind of splitting my time between those two places. Love to get up to Farmington for some 4A, but I'm going to I'm going to miss out on that this week. All right, buddy. Thank you.